And now joining me from St. Louis, Missouri, my good friend Kenny Wallace, as I would call you, Skinny Wallace. That's right. And I'm taking over Hannah's job here for the uh, segment. And uh, biggest thing is uh, this happened about an hour ago. We were sitting in the shop, kind of bull****, and you came down to, to hang out and uh, see me. And I was like, hey, Hannah texted me and kind of wanted you to come down and do the show. So here we are. I'm excited to be here uh, because the show is so popular that when Nick asked me to come down, I'm like, really? Well, then come to find out the boss, Hannah, it was her idea. So I'm excited to be here, and I watch all these shows, and you do a really good job. You add a lot to it. Yeah, this is uh, my first time hosting, so um, I'm more of a guy that like, answers the questions. You got to interview me, me about a month ago on your YouTube right. page, and uh, that went pretty well for me. And great. And I was able to kind of tell my side of the story on a lot of things. And so as for you, obviously you watch the show a bunch. We, uh, we got Super Dirt Week coming up this week, and you got to be a part of it last, last year. So kind of tell us about your experience and uh, what you got to do. Super Dirt Week is incredible for the, for the fact that, obviously, they tore down the original Super Dirt Week track. So everybody had an idea what should be done with Super Dirt Week. And in the end, it come down to what place, what track holds the most grandstands because the Northeast is just, they got the best fans. Yeah. So myself and Schrader went up there. They packed the place. The weather wasn't great. The weather cleared up, and uh, the track was in perfect shape. And, you know, we're trying to help, you know, all the divisions grow. So we ran the smallest division. And, I, Nick, I ran there. I ran there in 1986 on asphalt. And I ran the exact same lane <laughs> right around that boulder plate wall. And... Uh, I had a really good time. And I think what sticks in my mind the most is the fans. The Northeast, man, they love their racing. And uh, I had the best time ever. I really did. Yeah, I joked about it on Twitter, I feel like, that yeah. week of, like, you ran the exact same line, yeah. exact same way you would your ASA car back there in the 90s. So uh, really cool for me to watch. Um, just, you know, not only you running the street stock and stuff and, and knowing some of them guys, but I've also been able to go to Super Dirt Week myself and help Max McLaughlin a little bit. Yeah. So. I've seen both sides of it, and um, just a big party week, and uh, you were able to come out of there with a top 10 finish. I think, you know, for the racers in this, which a lot of racers watch this show, uh, I said, I'm running a stock car, huh? Well, you know, it's, it's not really a stock car, uh, really innovative yeah. cars, but uh, my car was on the legendary old Leaf Springs. So my car was not the type of car that you could, you know, hustle. You had to keep it pointed straight, and then now... The four bar cars are involved, and like anything in life, anything, everything gets bigger and better. So, uh, it's a good division. And somebody said to me, What division should I run? I said, The one you can afford. Yeah. And it's an all racing, all racing, right? right. R run what you can afford. There's a division for you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, um, for us, I mean, Super Dirt Week is one of the pr premier events of dirt racing oh, in yeah. general. And, um, so it's cool for you to be involved in that. And then, uh, obviously, headlining is the big block modified right. for a bunch of money. So what's next for you next year? Um, obviously, I kind of know being a chassis builder and, right. and uh, talking to you weekly, but uh, for most race fans. You're a big part of what I do because the older I get, I need to save all my energy to drive the race car and still win and compete. Uh, one of the things I'm working on about me is I still need these 25-year-old kids that go, God, how do you stay so fast? And it, it, a lot of it has to do with you, Nick, and making it easier on me. So uh, 
you know, having you build my race cars and being able to communicate with you, times are moving so fast that uh, as fast as my car has got to be, it depends where I go. So next year, we're going to run another 30, 30 races. Uh, this year, we were lucky to win the Missouri Illinois Region Championship. That consists of seven tracks, not easy to do. Some of the toughest racetracks in the Midwest, too. Gnarly, yep. just gnarly tracks. You know, in 13th in the nation, I'm like, what? So every race we ran this year, we were competitive because I would call you up, ask you a question. You made it easy on me. So uh, I had to work on it. And so we're going to run 30 races at least. Um, do we tell them what we're going to do in February? Or yeah, you might as well let the cat out of the bag. Breaking news in the garage area. Ding, 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 ding. So it's hard for me to go to uh, Volusia Speed Weeks. It's very hard for me to get there. So I called Nick up and I said, Nick, uh, will you field me a car for Speed Weeks? Because I can't stay away. I admit it. So thanks to you, Nick, you and your dad, Daryl, uh, and I'm going to do a little bit of work. And uh, I am driving Nick's car at Volusia this year while you take care of all your elite mods. And, of course, you're going to have your late model up in your trailer, and I want to thank you. So I'll see you all at Speed Weeks. That's a big part of what I'm going to do. And then, you know, we'll do the Kyle Petty charity ride. I'll be with my brother Rusty at, uh, you know, March Bike Week and then, Sturgis, and uh, we got it going on. And then, of course, uh, I'll be doing still a lot of NASCAR shows. That's something new. We brought back Trackside Live. We'll do eight of those. So my life is a lot more balanced. I choose not to run 70 dirt races anymore and uh, and run 30. Yeah. So that's about it. Well, I mean, we enjoy the same thing, St. Louis Cardinal Baseball and yeah. St. Louis Blues Hockey. But uh, for me, I said it to you last year, we're down there in a few weeks and you didn't run. And uh, I texted you, I was like, listen, the morale of the pit area is down because Kenny Wallace is not here. So I've always joked and said, I will not save spots. People always ask me, like, save me a spot. I'm like, listen, I save a spot for one guy, and it's Kenny Wallace, and it's just because he makes it more enjoyable to be here. So I'm really glad you said that because I didn't want to be the one to say it. I'm in Kabul with my new life. I got a new life, and I got grandbabies. We're going to Kabul to my brother Rusty's place. That's one. <laughs> they tease me how many times is he gonna say my brother rusty that's two so rusty has got a killer place in Kabul, and i sure did miss Volusia a lot and our whole family gathered around they knew it but we had a good time in Kabul. and one of my biggest highlights was when you called me and you all remembered me uh because i get emotional right now you and i share one thing in common Volusia is what made us yep. in the dirt world one one week where we can go racing for eight straight nights. Um, and then, of course, they take one night away, so we run seven nights. But you said to me that you guys missed me. And it, it, I was kind of like, ah, okay. But, um, and I told Nick, I said, Nick, the only reason I don't go there is it's so much work on me. So I figured out a shortcut, and that was my ideal, to yep. call you. And uh, I'm taking care of Nick. It's not like he's doing it free. And we know that you don't go there free. It's 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 a lot to stay there. It is. It's a lot of work. But I think the biggest thing is um, for you to be back and be in a competitive race car. And yeah. I want to do the best that we can on our side to make sure you can win one of them Gators again. Yeah. And I do want to I do want to say this. Uh, Nick got roughed up forever. And every time I said, Nick, get in my car, help me get up to speed. 
And this is after I've won 100 dirt races, all right? I won 100 of them, and I'm like, Nick, help me. And he would get in my car and run two tenths quicker than me. And I'm like, okay, that's my benchmark. So uh, going to Volusia, I know that I'm going to be surrounded by what I got, and, uh, and I'm going to work on the car like a crew. I told Nick, he said, are you going to work on the car? I said, oh, yeah. I'm going to be a crew member, and I'm going to work on I'm going to get in the car and drive it. So uh, I'm excited to go down there and do it all. And I'm glad you told the story about how I started. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people see you on Twitter and, and follow you on Twitter and see how much work you actually do. But the people that don't follow you on Twitter and see all that, I mean, you work very hard in the shop on your own equipment. Make sure your stuff is dialed in every week. And uh, that's what I really respect about you. You've done it your whole career of actually working on your car. And um, you call me for some questions, but um, you really don't call me very often as far as uh, questions. is more just a friendship deal. Well, your dad built my motors when I first started racing way back in 1986. So Daryl Hoffman and your family, you guys are hardcore. You've seen it all. And, you know, you'll grab a welder and cut stuff up and make chicken saddle out of chicken. And I admire that about you guys. So I think one reason I do a lot of social media showing everybody that I do everything myself, it's important for me to let the young generation know that if you're going to be like a Nick Hoffman, uh, you got to, my brother Rusty says, get your head in the carburetor. That's short for, if you don't know your race car, it's hard to get up to speed. So I do a lot of social media. Hey, look at me, man. I'm going to load my own race car. I'm washing my own race car. When you come into my shop, actually I had somebody drive up my driveway and they were trying to get one on me. They're like, where's Wallace, all this NASCAR running and everything. I'm like, buddy, you come up in my shop, it's me. So, yes, uh, I like to promote that I do everything myself because I want to encourage the young kids. You got you to gotta know it and uh, have mom and dad pay for everything. That's good for the sport, but I'm most likely not going to respect you if you don't do nothing. About three years ago, you uh, posted on social media your, your goals the next couple of years. You were going to slow down racing and then probably quit racing at some point. Yeah. You sent me a letter and you had a, a deposit check. I still have that letter. It said my daughter's. Wanted, it did not want me to not have a race car. So you sent me a deposit check on a new car. Yep. That was really cool. It's something that I'll say forever. You signed your name at the bottom of it. It's something that I wanted to kind of keep. And um, so it's cool that you're going to keep racing and keep kind of doing your thing. I'm getting ready to cry. I really am. Uh, you're exactly right. And I wanted you to know, because when I came to you, I said, Nick, I'm going to run two more years. And uh, what had happened was uh, my family worried about me going crazy. <laughs> so... My, my most mature daughter, Brooke, the oldest one, she's a lot like her mama. And uh, she looked at me one day and got all serious. She goes, oh, no, Dad, you, you, you can't quit racing. You've got to have a race car in your shop. And then uh, I was like, whoa, that really set me back, yeah. really messed with my brain. And come to find out what my family wanted out of me, and I'm embarrassed to say, but, you know, I'm so addicted to racing that if my grandbabies had a party, a birthday party at noon, 1230, I'm rolling down the, the driveway yeah. to go to a racetrack. And they're like, Dad, you can't do that. So I had to learn that, you know, I got grandbabies now, and I don't want them to remember me as the guy that put racing before them. Yep. Now, for you, I get it, because you're still in the prime, and you got to make it while you can. But I've made all the money I'm going to make. And I'm still working hard at making money, but family first. And I wanted to share with you, I wanted you to go, Nick, this is the reason I'm ordering another car. 
And uh, that makes me happy you yeah. kept that. My family's everything to me. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming on today. I mean, it, it means a lot to us. And have somebody different, different face in here, and uh, it means a lot to us. I appreciate it. Same here. And thank you for coming on Kenny Conversation. You were a big hit to tell your story and uh, hopefully to get everybody to ease up on you because, uh, you know, like Bobby Pierce and, you know, like Ricky Thornton, uh, you dominated complete domination for years so thank you for coming on kenny conversation and telling your story yeah i appreciate it